I'm Austin Kiergaard, and the Perform Right Podcast starts now. What is going on, everybody? Today, I want to discuss a topic about the big three. And for those that don't know the big three, that is the barbell squat, the barbell bench, and the barbell deadlift. So there are a lot of bodybuilders that feel like that they're not going to be successful if they don't do the big three. Um, You know, they want to bring up lagging body parts. So for them, it's from an aesthetic standpoint. Um, But, uh, you know, a lagging body part can be related to uh, strengthening a specific area. Like if you're lagging in the squat, you can, you know, bring up that squat. So a big question floating around right now is, you know, are you going to be a failure or are you not going to be able to bring up the lagging body parts if you don't do the barbell squat, barbell bench, and barbell deadlift? My answer is no. However, bodybuilders should incorporate the big three. Some people will say, well, I've torn this or I've had this fused, so there's no no way. I understand that. However, there's a few different ways that you can do a squat, a bench, and a deadlift. So let's go back to the beginning. Why do I think bodybuilders should squat, bench, and deadlift? And if they're able to, do it in the barbell variation. Because when you do squat, bench, deadlift, in a barbell variation, you start to go heavy. If you do not know how to engage your core properly, at some point it will break you. An injury will happen. So... What that will teach you is how to keep things engaged and it will teach you to move the weight properly to be maximizing strength and minimizing risk of injury. If you're feeling like you're getting injured during these lifts, there probably is a movement pattern that's going on or a mobility issue that could be going on. Um, So I would advise to take video of yourself or see what's going on if you're still not comfortable with it have another set of eyes someone that uh, is fluent in understanding how those lifts should be performed to help you out now the biggest thing i want to stress is the the core and the stabilization in the core with these big three lifts if a bodybuilder is able to learn how to properly engage the core in those big three lifts it will help maximize the lifts in an auxiliary lift One of my favorite examples is comparing someone that says they can't squat properly because it hurts their knee and they just don't do squat. So they'll go do, you know, leg press and there's nothing against leg leg press. I'm going to get to that in a minute, but then they'll walk over and I've seen this. They'll walk over and grab 50 pound dumbbells and try to do standing dumbbell alternating curls with 50 pound dumbbells. As they start to do that, They get fatigued quickly and they'll start throwing their shoulder up and swinging back and throwing their shoulder up and swinging back. And so now they're getting into flexion and extension and they're not really putting the emphasis fully on the bicep. So if said bodybuilder was able to learn how to load properly in the squat, assuming that he hasn't had any past injuries, of course, but was able to perform that learn how to keep the the core tight throughout the lift start to finish that bodybuilder would then realize that when i'm getting fatigued i shouldn't be swinging or forcing this i should just be resetting just like in a squat like if i go down and do a rep i'm gonna 
Take a second, breathe in, squeeze my core. The bicep curl can be treated in the same aspect. When you're getting tired, let's say you got 12 reps and you're at nine and you're struggling, rather than just swinging the weight uncontrollably, take a big breath in, brace that core, and then do a rep. Take a second, take a breath in, brace that core, then do a rep. Now you're making that form more strict and you're going to be putting more emphasis on the bicep and you're making your reps actually worth it rather than just throwing around, you know, weight that you shouldn't be throwing around. So again, this can be completely transferred from learning how to engage your core properly in big three lifts. And if you're unable to do the big three lifts, like from a barbell standpoint, then there's, this is where we're going. This is, you can do a variation. You might be able to do a goblet squat. You might be able to do a hack squat instead, just based off the angle. You might do the leg press. Heck, you could even do a Bulgarian squat. You can do something and you can still learn how to engage your core properly in those lifts. But again, if you're not like familiar on how that works, you may need a, you know an extra set of eyes to help you out. Same thing with bench. You might do a dumbbell bench. You might do an inclined dumbbell bench instead of just a barbell flat bench. And same rules apply. If something's feeling wrong, start with your core. Make sure that's tight. Start maybe with paying attention to your lats if those are tight. And if you're uncomfortable, same thing. Ask someone that is, you know, educated and can help you. Deadlift, same thing. You may not necessarily need to be doing uh, a barbell deadlift, but you could do a rack deadlift. You could do a RDL or stiff leg deadlift. So there's a lot of different variations if, if doing the traditional squat bench deadlift is difficult for you and you actually have a legit limitation. Now, if it's difficult for you and you just avoid it, that's a different story. Then you need to swallow the ego and, you know, become a better lifter. And I, 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 I'm saying that cause I've been there. I, I, I was that, uh, when I first, uh, you know, started out in weightlifting, I didn't, I just wanted to learn as I went. I didn't want help. And then you learn quickly that that's not a good idea. So moving forward and where I'm going with this is the squat bench deadlift. If you don't do them, is that going to hinder your growth? No. Why? Because you can do different variations of those exercises and you can also increase frequency. So what does that mean? Well, increasing frequency, maybe your quads are a lagging body part. So rather than just training seven, six exercises in one day, maybe you train four exercises in two different days. One day is that, that, you know, pressing movement with your legs, whether it's a squat, like a goblet squat or a leg press or hack squat or whatever, even a barbell squat, whether it's that you can do something on that a little bit heavier if you're capable on like day one. And then you could do more lighter weight, higher reps on a, another day on day two. And then you can do a different leg variation to start off there. So that would be something like frequency. And now going back to the beginning, you notice that you can still improve the lagging body part and not necessarily do the barbell squat, but bodybuilders should be exposed to it. Barbell squat bench, I live how to do them correctly. Maybe even throw them in every mesocycle because it will ingrain that you need to practice keeping that core tight when you start to get fatigued. So to recap everything, Bodybuilders should implement squat bench deadlift, and if there's a legit reason that they cannot do them, learn how to do different variations of them as long as you're making sure you're bracing your core. And when you're getting tired, you're not just swinging going through the motion because you're tired. You're making it almost even harder on yourself, but you're giving yourself that extra 
second, let's say you're doing like a hack squat. Again, you're rather than just trying to bounce out of the hole, take a second at the top, take a big breath in, flex your ab wall, go down, come back up, take a second, you know, make them controlled, make them worth the reps. And, uh, and then frequency, you know, you can develop, you know, a lagging body part by increasing your frequency. I'm not saying you got to do six days a week of something, but increasing frequency will definitely help. So you don't necessarily need to do the, the, the traditional big three, but you should do it and you don't have to do it all the time, but you should stay throwing it into your program and you should also do different variations of them improve your frequency if you've got a lagging body part from an aesthetic standpoint even from a strength training standpoint increase your frequency you've got different programs out there like smolv and dup and that is increasing a lot of frequency in the big three lifts so it can tie in together in both a strength training perspective and a bodybuilding perspective but the one that i'm really kind of touching on today is more like on the aesthetic or bodybuilding perspective because that's kind of where this question is kind of occurring that i'm seeing a lot of and and you know, there's people like, well, you don't have to squat bench and deadlift and well, you should squat bench and deadlift. Well, it, it should be in the middle. It should truly be in the middle. You should learn how to do this correctly so you can have a proper understanding of how to keep things engaged when you're getting fatigued, which will make your auxiliary lifts that much more efficient. And you don't necessarily need to just repetitively beat the same horse over and over again and do the same program over and over again. You should try to change things up, change them every mesocycle, maybe even every microcycle. Just change things up. Make sure you're in core is engaged properly, create different exercise selection, increase frequency, keep a lot of data on yourself and, and, you know, have fun. That's the biggest thing. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I hope it helped you. I hope you got a little tidbit out of there. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in and I can't wait to see you guys in the next podcast. Thank you guys. Have a great day.